I, I'm pretty good about remembering that it's a highlight reel, but that doesn't mean that my emotions know that. My brain knows that, but somebody mm-hmm. tell my heart, please. Come on. <laughs> oh, that's precious. <laughs> of the I'm Uncomfortable podcast, the podcast for people who want to be okay with being uncomfortable. We're your hosts, Melissa and Vanessa. And in today's episode, we continue to explore the idea of self-care when it comes to social media. If you haven't already caught our last episode, The Social Media Burn Book, make sure you check it out after this because it's a good one. Um, But before we reveal all of our secrets, let's reveal our uncomfortable moments. Nessie, do you want to start us off? Yeah. I have one word for yeah. y'all. <clears throat> Amway. I, <laughs> I uh, don't know if y'all have heard of Amway or multi-level marketing, but I met this girl who I thought was going to be cool, and she invited me out for coffee with her and her husband, and then she wasn't cool. I'm just kidding. I'm not trying to diss anybody who does multi-level marketing or Amway or whatever. I'm sure if you dedicate the right amount of time and hustle to it that you can find some success. I just don't know if it's for me, to be quite honest. And I spent some time learning about them. And they didn't even tell me what it was. I should have known. They didn't tell me what it was until much later in the conversation. And I kept trying to ask what it was. And the more they wouldn't tell me, the sketchier things got. But on the bright side, I did learn that there is a Starbucks open late near me that I didn't know about. <laughs> so a positive. Oh, uh, yeah. Silver lining. Silver lining. <laughs> How about you? Any uh, multi-level marketing schemes lately? That no. I know that you have told me in the past you are inclined to that Avon life. <laughs> I just think it runs in my genes, man. Like my mom was super susceptible to it. It's just I think it's in my blood. I thought I thought your realization would be a step towards not following in those footsteps. Hey, hey, hey I'm are. not in it. I just met with them. <laughs> that is closer than most people. That's you know what? We're moving on. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is a safe space. I apologize. Because what I'm about to share, y'all can judge me as well. Because I am currently staring at the largest... Okay, I don't know if it's the largest. It's the largest that I've seen of my own clothes. That's what she Conglomerated. (laughs) Conglomerated uh, just on my window bench, which is supposed to be for casual lounging and reading a book. It's my book nook, but it has been taken over by a bunch of clean clothes. I'm glad that they're clean clothes, but it's just been this pile of clothes that I've been meaning to sort through because I just have too many things that I just don't wear anymore. Mm-hmm. But I'm just avoiding... You got to Marie Kondo that that stuff, girl. Just Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why. It is a reflection of the current state of mind that I'm in, apparently. So don't be so hard on yourself. It happens. I think I just have a thing about merch, you know? I love me a good merch item. You really do. My Trevor Noah sweaters right there, which I wore. (laughs) It's on the top of the pile. It's not that you don't wear them. (laughs) You just procure them at an alarming rate. At an alarming rate. I just need to stop going outside and going to events. So that's my solution. I need to become a hermit. Don't wish just... for that. Somebody wished for that last time and then COVID happened. 
<laughs> is that how COVID happened? Too many wishes. Too many wishes. Oh my god. That's what Trevor knows. I know that's what he said. I was like, I've heard that before. <laughs> I was like, where did I hear that? Ah, oh, good one, good one. But yeah, you can judge me. You know, I'm sure I'm not the only one though with a pile of clothes that needs to be sorted through. Hit Melissa up so she doesn't feel so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Normalize clothing you... piles. <laughs> Normalize clothing piles for sure. Share it on social media, which is what we're talking about today. (laughs) But today we're going to be talking about social media and how it can be toxic for so many different reasons, whether it's they're bombarding you with all kinds of different advertisements, um, equating likes, comments, shares, that engagement factor, um, and and equating that to your value as a human being. Um, I know it sounds silly when you say it out loud, but it's somehow instilled in us in this Mm -hmm. generation of social media um whether that's instilling a sense of envy or comparing yourself and therefore feeling inadequate with your current life by (sighs) seeing somebody else's life through the little boxes of instagram um and you know perpetuating dangerous tide pod eating posts dangerous types of behavior is kind of rewarded for that same reason that likes comments engagement all of that stuff is you know those are just some of the things that can be toxic about about social media and all of that saying it's also sometimes an information overload you just get stuck in this cycle this perpetual cycle of just scrolling and scrolling forever and then getting tired and then continuing to scroll and scroll forever regardless of all the information you just absorbed so yeah, so we asked our audience, actually, um, you know, who or how does your social media feed make you feel? But before we get into some of the responses that we thought were interesting, how does your social media feed make you feel, Vanessa? I have to say that it is a mixed bag because it used to make me feel, actually, recently, it's just confusing. Mm. I- <laughs> I feel confused because I keep getting videos shown to me. And at this point, I can't even tell whether or not I follow these people. I just keep getting (laughs) I don't even know. So I'm like, where are all my friends? I feel like you kind of sound like a grandma right now. I always sound like a grandma when we talk about social media. (laughs) Auntie, let me show you how you can view your story. What are stories? Someone help me because all my friends are gone. (laughs) I'm here. I'm here. I don't know where they went. IRL. I'm here with you IRL in real life. So it's just confusing. So you're seeing just some randos instead of the feed that you actually subscribe to. Yeah. Is what you're saying. (laughs) (laughs) Um, For me, I feel like, well, one, I think I'll show you after this recording how you could see your friends (laughs) on your feed. Um, But for me, I think I go through waves of really liking, posting things, sharing little random awkward or funny moments of my day, um, getting people's feedback. The other day I was feeling sad and I posted a story saying, hey, cheer me up, show me some song recs. And it was really fun and oh. to engage with people. And people sent me a variety of songs um, from the corn song all the way to like Linkin Park to like wow. get out all that angst, you know? Right. So it was nice to engage with it and use it in that way. But um, 
yeah there, and then I go through waves where I'm like I hate this I want to delete Instagram I want to delete everything oh yeah that's how it how it makes me feel I go through waves it's interesting but um some of the do you want to share what the audience has yeah so felt? like Melissa mentioned we asked our audience and some of the responses we pulled out three of them one person said if I'm not inspired, I unfollow. If it makes me feel insecure, unfollow, LOL. Love mm. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Love that. The next one made me confused, but also it's cute. Happy to see people living their lives and self-conscious because I feel socially awkward. So they love seeing people yeah. living their best life, but also they feel insecure or self-conscious about yeah. themselves. And that's, you know, Normal. I think that's the conundrum of social media, right? <laughs> the last one might be my favorite. Can you say it, please? Broke. LOL. <laughs> Again, witnessing people living their best life. Quote it's unquote, the LOL for life. me. <laughs> Broke like haha. Like I'm laughing about Right. It. Well, we've shared some of our feelings and some of the feelings that our audience have about social media. And when we get back from the ad break, we are going to talk about how social media has made us uncomfortable and different ways that you can actually distance yourself without actually deleting the app. All right, welcome back. Excited to get into the questions for today, and hopefully you can relate to some of the things that our audience members contributed. So the first thing I wanted to ask you, Melissa, was if you've ever felt, and you kind of alluded to this already, have you ever felt so uncomfortable with social media that you just wanted to to delete it, to take a break? And if so, why? Yes. Big <laughs> yes. Um, okay. Yeah, I think I gave away my <laughs> my answer in that in But why? Segment. You didn't say why. That's true. Um, Well, yes, I have wanted to take a break from it, and I have taken a break from it in the past. It's difficult a little bit when you run a podcast that needs to be promoted on social media. So, you know, just a little bit difficult to distance myself, just a little. Um, But for some of the reasons that we went over earlier, I feel like I get into maybe it's I go through waves of being in good mental states and then not so great mental states and oh so you're a human oh i i'm a i was just watching pinocchio the new pinocchio i'm a real boy i mean i'm a real girl (laughs) but yeah i just have low moments and sometimes my feed doesn't you know doesn't foster what i need uh to be to at least maintain a positive mindset you know okay yeah. So I, I feel like that's like a, a long way of saying that like that some of my Instagram feed does make me feel a little insecure hmm. and sometimes inadequate, which is exactly one of the ways uh, one of the ways that social media can be can be toxic. The ones that we listed earlier. And then sometimes when I'm in a good mental state, none of that affects me. But when I am kind of feeling low, that does tend to be a little I'm a little sensitive gal. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I can't relate. I'm always the most self-assured, confident person in the world. (laughs) She just started laughing. Goals. How rude. How rude. Oh, my bad. (laughs) I can relate, but I don't think I've ever actually felt strong enough to delete it. I've definitely felt the urge. So you've never deleted it before? No, I've never deleted my Instagram before. Can I just tell you one little thing? Because I have deleted Instagram before and I've okay. never done it again because it's, I don't remember my damn password. Oh, girl, <laughs> I've been logged out and I'm like, oh, that's it then. <laughs> never again. That's what happened I to my I MySpace. I don't have Instagram anymore. 
<laughs> That's what happened to my MySpace. I tried to log in. I was like, wait, I don't even know if I use that email anymore. Anyways, I need, I need so not enough. Don't Google. So not me. enough to de- <laughs> not enough to delete it. So yeah, not enough to delete it. But I've I've, I've felt similarly where it's been not the most inspiring. Mm-hmm. And, but sometimes it's it boring. Huh? It's the same shit. Sometimes it gets boring. It's the same thing over and over oh, again. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do remember, I, I'm pretty good about remembering that it's a highlight reel, but that doesn't mean that my emotions know that. My brain mm. knows that, but somebody mm. tell my heart, please. Come on. <laughs> oh, that's precious. <laughs> well, our audience seemed to feel very kind of all over the place. Uh, so I wanted to share with you all who are listening now some responses and maybe it resonates with you. A lot of people did say yes, actually. Some of them said yes, that they actually have deleted it. So someone said yes for a year. And similarly to you, they said it wasn't helping their mental health and that the break was refreshing. Another person also deleted it for nine months, actually, in 2020. But theirs made a lot of sense. So they said that they were resentful working long hours in healthcare during a pandemic, which... Oh, yeah. And that's all that everyone was posting about. Oh. And like... Yeah, go to work, then come home, go on your feet, and see more stuff about the pandemic. And right, like, yeah. and then Wanting also, to do you remember himself. seeing people out, and that was such a big scandal? Yeah, I yeah. remember that for mm-hmm. sure. We're like, mm-hmm. what? Yep. Another person who said yes was actually a content creator, and so they were going out and worrying way too much about creating content. I think, and I guess not enjoying the mm-hmm. moment. Ooh, this is a good one. This next one. it's It says, yes, it became too consuming, self-deprecating, mm. and just didn't want to hear about everyone's problems, so I deleted <laughs> Facebook, muted all the things slash users I got mm. annoyed with, and put timers. That is a plan. I do that. Mm-hmm. Which one? The muting, the, t- the timer? All <laughs> of it? Being annoyed. Being annoyed? <laughs> um, being annoyed all the time. Uh, no, putting timers on social media. I've so heard this. Rem- this is a tactic people use, putting timers. Yeah. And so when it when you put a timer, a certain number of hours or minutes that you allot for the day, mm-hmm. um, when you don't have any more time left, there your app grays out a little bit. Can you bit. not click on it anymore? You can. and oh. you can, But you're prompted with, you've reached your time limit, but you uh, can ignore it. You can I ignore wish the limit. I could not. I wish it would gray out and then I can't click it until the next day. You need like multi-tiered. <laughs> you need multi-level... Support. convincing multi-tiered love <laughs> like your multi-level support. marketing <laughs> i actually haven't i've never used a timer like that on my apps try it see how you feel okay well, i don't actually well now i sound braggy but i don't feel the need to put it because i don't think i spend enough Utilize time it. on it to care maybe this is a good test hmm. see how much time you actually are picking up your phone and interesting okay <laughs> you should see her she's like twiddling her fingers interesting very interesting that's okay all right that's we'll see uh someone else said that they often do feel like getting rid of it because they just feel burnt out from the news or imposter syndrome from following people in their field i can relate i guess no i take it back i can't relate i don't feel imposter syndrome from the people in my field i feel it from just looking at other people does that make sense yeah, no, that makes sense. Okay. Yeah, yeah, and and they are. We're also saying burnout from news. So again, with that over, information overload situation, it's just like too much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, someone said they deleted theirs for thirty days for a thirty day challenge. We got lots of different responses, y'all, from like one month to a year. It just varies. Oh, I do like this one. They're saying they said that they did also take a break 
um, a quote unquote break by not going on social media during the weekdays. So mm. only allowing social media on weekends. access on weekends. And yeah, that's, that's some self-control. Love <laughs> mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So it seems like people who have gotten rid of it have found it to be refreshing. Was that your experience when you deleted it? It was it was nice. What and do you then, think is the difference? Like cuz as someone who's never had who never has deleted it but who has actively tried not to use it as much, what what do you think is the difference in in just deleting it? Because it's such an automatic it's like a reflex. I think the tendency is to go and see what other people are doing. So you, you open those apps. Yeah. I mean, I f- I feel like you amongst all of our friends when we do have like a moment of like of designated non-talky time we're on our phone and what are, what are people usually looking at instagram or i hate that i hate it yeah. so much i hate sitting at a table with people and everyone has their phone out and is looking at their phones instead of each other i hate that right don't hang out with me if you want to do that i don't want it i don't like it go somewhere else go to i'm just putting that spot. out there now in case you ever <laughs> wanted to hang out with me and whip your phone out <laughs> don't do it That's uh, <laughs> well especially if it's in like an environment where like we've we've hung out for like a full weekend and we have some time where we're just kind of chilling in the yeah. space and not really talking and we're doing our own thing. But mm-hmm. when we're in a space or a time where like I'm not on my phone when I'm having dinner with you, you know? Yeah, like exactly. We're having a conversation. I think the most toxic part about social media for me isn't necessarily the stuff on social media because as you might remember audience I was not really bought into the TikTok scene until I realized it could teach me things and then all of a sudden I'm all up in there being a chef so I don't think it's the content sometimes so much as it is the effect that it has on you when you are with others or or even oh my gosh I was I think I was telling you I don't know who I was telling my trip to Hawaii I looked at my phone I do not have that many pictures on my phone and I don't have a ton of videos saved. I know I did post some stuff while I was out there, but I noticed a significant decrease in that because I was really trying to be present and enjoy the moment. And if your phone is out and you're recording something, you're Mm -hmm. not even looking at the thing that you're experiencing. You're watching it through your phone sometimes because you're you're filming it. Yeah. So I think to me that the behavior that it creates is for me the most toxic. Yeah. And I could see how that person who is a content creator feels that way because it just it instead of living in the moment, they're thinking about creating content. Yes. About their (gasps) vacation. I have to share. So I was able to meet up with Archelle and Andy, who Archelle's been on our show before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you want to listen to her talk about foodie content. content. Oh my gosh. So amazing. Love her. And everything that she does is so beautiful. Okay. I digress. But (laughs) both of them were talking about how when they watch videos or when they're on vacation, it sometimes detract having to take pictures and mm-hmm. create the content for whoever that they're doing it for mm-hmm. really takes a toll on their enjoying work. it. Yeah. And Andy was even sharing that when he watches videos, sometimes he's, he's so busy taking mental notes about what's the transition, how did they open it, like all the different things Instead about Instead of video. enjoying the content itself. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, it seems like we've kind of discussed some of the things that about social media that has felt most toxic for for you. I think, and you said it's not necessarily the the content itself; it's the behaviors that it that it fosters. Yeah. Essentially, I'm trying to think for myself. I think it it is it, it is, I think, a mixture because I think 
the behaviors that it brings out in people Mm -hmm. feed into the type of content that they're making or posting or sharing or liking and you know interesting so that's what i think it kind of leans into the whole like the whole Tide Pod situation, like doing Stop. dumb shit. Oh my god! You know gosh. what I'm saying? Like, like that's an extreme version. You yeah, know? yeah. There's always gonna be like assholes on the internet that are also sharing other people's ass, like other p- assholes like, on the internet, <laughs> and all of this impre- sharing asshole behavior. All yeah. the assholes. Yes, all of it. <laughs> and so that becomes like this community, and then you find these people, and you think that this. Not that I'm saying my way of thinking is the correct way of thinking, but I'm just saying that social media can be both positive and negative, but in the negative side of things, like, create this sense of community in a way with all these toxic-ass people. Not that I'm involved in all of that stuff, but I just feel like I've seen it from a very, very... (laughs) I have... have, You're actually running a real toxic account. I have creeper accounts, just, (laughs) like... Uh, I have an extremist account that you don't know about. It's like a private account. You're Both right, good though. and bad, be, I think. It can be a bubble. I definitely see that. I don't know. There was a documentary about it, wasn't there? Oh, what was the name of it? I forget. <laughs> it's too late. should have looked it up before bringing it up, but whatever. It's too late. There was a documentary that I watched maybe during pandemic times about social media and how it does create a bubble of only the things that you want to see or hear. Yeah, it's like this echo chamber. Yes. Essentially. Yeah. Yes. And some people were kind of debating that idea of of like well you should have some self-control however while i do agree with you should have some self-control that's also hard to to implement and just say like well you should have self-control yeah hmm. no because even if i go on there i have self-control enough to be to not be on there all the time but sometimes you can't help but look and see other things happening and feel some type mm-hmm. of way about it that's just mm-hmm. the reality of it yeah and i it, it's like it's it's you can go either way it's like okay you want to curate your feed so that it makes you feel good and i think we talked about that in the last episode of if, yes. if certain accounts are not making you feel good unfollow them that's something that someone else said from our audience about what they do to <laughs> cleanse their their feed or make them feel better about how they feel on their social media feeds if it doesn't inspire you unfollow well then yeah let's share some tips then because we we asked our audience and also we wanted to share our own tips for ways that you could avoid the potential toxicity of social media if if you're hesitant to delete it or you think that's too extreme there are still ways that you can you can cope so i'm melissa you said you set a timer is there anything else that you do i try (laughs) an emphasis on the try i try to provide myself with other options other apps that i enjoy using that aren't social media apps Ah. so whether it's my dumb hey it's not dumb actually take that back i enjoy doing my little farmville adventures you know it's just a little mindless thing that i can do that isn't necessarily social media Okay. Is it to replace that reflex of, oh, I'm bored, mm-hmm. let me check? Okay. Yeah, you know, the reflex of unlock my phone, open, look at the apps available. Now I have this option instead of Instagram right. or toxic-ass Twitter to click on Farmville and just <laughs> plant some corn and feed my little piggies, plant you know? some fucking corn. <laughs> yeah. And then, I, and then I have my Audible app, I have my podcast app, so other things that w- can satisfy my little clicky, want to sure. press the on urge. my apps, yeah. urge. Um, okay. So I have, and things in real life. My therapist, you know, we've evaluated that I need more time outside to make myself feel better. It is so that's nice. what I've been, mm-hmm, 
mm-hmm. doing things IRL, as the kids say it, <laughs> um, in real life. So that's how that I think just being more conscious of the thing, other things out there, and remind and reminders that there are other avenues instead of clicking on those apps. Ooh. I think. Speaking of reminders, it just came to me: notifications. Notifications are off. reminders to mm-hmm. check your apps. Don't do it. I have never had notifications turned on for Instagram. Interesting. Just, or Facebook. Anything. I don't have any notifications turned on for any social media platform. That's good. Because I don't want it. Because I know mm-hmm. if I see it, I will You're be so it. tempted to click on it. And then that weird dopamine rush of so-and-so liked your post. So-and-so liked your post. I don't need it. Mm-hmm. I don't need it because then I'll just go on to validate mm-hmm. To, what, and then to you're see the heart Why? and like yeah. yeah i yeah no go through the same thing yeah no. i have that cycle already that's I, a good tip without so it, yeah. download maybe other apps that maybe it's like a meditation app or a little little game or you know listen to your audible audible books instead as an option for you set timers and turn off your notifications yeah those are yeah. well. Those are our tips. So here are some things that our our audience suggested. So one option is to clean up profiles that don't make you happy. We're definitely advocates of that. Maybe mm-hmm. even mute them or unfollow them. Mm-hmm. Remembering the algorithm is wonky for everyone. So, <laughs> I so like that maybe was, that's what it is for you. Yeah. That, that's in direct response to your <laughs> issue of not seeing any of your friends in your feed for some reason. <laughs> that's the algorithm. Uh, <laughs> hide, mute, or unfollow the negative vibes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big supporter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, time limit on IG and the settings, yes. Limit time and only check on stories or posts from close friends or family. Ooh. Mm-hmm. And then uh, this is extreme maybe, but someone put a <laughs> child lock on it. Maybe that's what you need. I mean, not lock. you You say it's from what you're saying, you don't really need it. But if you're going to test yourself and see. Yeah. A child um, lock. Yeah, because maybe you can't undo that one. <laughs> <laughs> Because for this one, I at least I, and I I'm not perfect when I have when I have the time limits on. Sometimes I'm like, wait, that TikTok was almost over. Let me just get because when you ignore the limit, it gives you options of like one more re- one more minute. Remind me in 15 minutes or ignore this limit for the day. So you have <laughs> options to choose. But okay. once you click the one minute one, that's not an option anymore. Oh. So yeah. I'm usually pretty good about it, but sometimes I want to just get to the end of that DIY TikTok I was watching. <laughs> so you got to finish it. the TikTok. Yeah. And then I get lost in another 15 minutes. Lost in the TikTok sauce. Yeah. Lost in the TikTok sauce. <laughs> we love to hate it. Anyway. We love to hate it. <laughs> if you have any suggestions that we didn't feature in this episode today, please do let us know. We'll definitely share it with everybody else. We are team mental health <laughs> and pro doing what you need to do to make your life better. And that does not include comparing yourself or feeling bad. Why? Just just avoid Just it. why. Just yeah. why. Yeah. Thank you all for those who have submitted their answers. We love hearing from our audience. And thank you all for listening today. Like Vanessa said, if you have any other tips and tricks, be sure to DM us. We love to see your messages in our DMs. And be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. And of course, DM us on Instagram. Follow us on Instagram at imuncomfortable.podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share it with your friends or leave us a review. We release new episodes every week on Tuesdays, so we will talk to you.